It's your boy, DJ on the corner of Patty and New York. And this is hashtag self-explanation. CJ Arresto. Hey, yo, it's CJ Arresto. CJ Arresto. Yeah, it's CJ Arresto. CJ Arresto. He said it's CJ Arresto. CJ Arresto. Hey, yo, it's CJ Arresto. Hey, yo, it's CJ Arresto. Yo, CJ Arresto. Hey, yo, it's CJ Arresto. He said it's CJ Arresto. Who is CJ Arresto? Self-expand, this is your boy, Kendrick Hernandez, Presto, a hashtag self-education, CJ Arresto, how we in the building, you know what it is, April 18th, right before game 2, it starts at 7, 6, 30, you guys can tell the tricks of me about to play the hard game 2 in Boston, and uh, we already got a 1-0 lead on these people, and we're going to hop up and look at them a lot, us plenty to talk about let's hop right into it happy tuesday happy tuesday it is game day and this is what we do here at celtics nation at hashtag celtics nation and scj and resto we bring you the best and most interesting topics when it comes to the celtics nation and what we do and our way to banner number d-a-c-o that's how we say it in spanish is 18 so rock with me now hoping hoping that y'all having a good tuesday let's jump right into it it is game two against the Hawks. And we have general thoughts and expectations. What are they? That the Celtics are going to win. I mean, we had a fantastic game one. We're going to have a fantastic game two. Tell me what you really think and tell me how you really feel, ladies and gentlemen. I know for me, the Hawks don't look like they're even sure that they belong in the playoffs. Right? And the Celtics look like they're in a different class. And we showed them what that looked like in game one. Now, granted, we did blow a kind of a big lead, um, but we have people like Derek White on the team who stabilized things. Trey did not have a good game. I do not expect that to keep happening. I expect him to go off eventually. But generally, we know how I feel about that team. Them homies is, is trash. trash. Derek White is a fantastic player. We're lucky to have him. What does he do? Come off the bench? What does he do? Start? What does he do? Everything. The dude's open as soon as he steps into the parking lot. His in-between game is ridiculous. And, you know, we've had three players that scored above 20 and look dominant. It's like pick your poison. It's, who's it going to be on any given night? And Marcus Smart at the helm as the point guard. I don't understand why we didn't do that any earlier. Like we needed Marcus at the point. How many point guards did Marcus how many point guards did Marcus run through that we get through before Marcus was the starter, right? Um, our boy Jalen Brown had 29 and 12. Tatum had a dominant 25 and 11. Derek White with 24 and 5. Seven assists and two blocks. Him and Marcus, the two blocks apiece is pretty ridiculous. Rob with 12 and 8. If Rob is healthy, I don't know who can beat us. I mean, and it doesn't look like we're going to have the situation that we had last year where we had to wait into the playoffs, wait deep into the playoffs for Rob to come back and then play him only every other game. He seems healthy. He seems good. He seems like he's still kind of on a minutes restriction, but we're going to run with Rob. We love Rob. We know what we can do with Rob, and he's he's one of the big – this team is, is fantastic because everybody, when they play their role, right, like 
The team runs like a well-oiled machine. But the second that somebody goes down and we do have the next man up mentality, right? Somebody steps up, but you can see who is valuable when, when they go down. Rob is irreplaceable and we need him to be healthy. How many games has that man had where he hasn't missed a field goal in the playoffs? Like it's ridiculous. He's all time Celtic leader, I think in games in the playoffs with at least 10 points and no misses. I, just all lobs and rebounds and putbacks, and it's right there in your face. Most 10-point playoff games on a 100% field goal by a Celtic all-time, and that list is a long list of great players. His impact on the team is special. You notice that the guys who are either injured or not getting a lot of minutes, when they do come in, their impact is massive, and it's in the numbers. You can see it right there. You don't put that type of all-time statistic in an all-time great team without – being an all without being a decent talent and the dude is beyond a decent talent he's a fantastic talent i knew that when we saw him and he blocked shots his rookie year i said that kid's gonna be good if he can stay healthy and we're seeing him right now game day x factor to me is going to be jb again jb don't worry about passing the ball big dog just shoot it <laughs> i like his style of basketball where he's not i mean it's not that he's not moving the rock right but he knows that the team is better when he's aggressive because then you either have to double him or you have to focus on him and if the defense is collapsing on jalen brown then he can kick it out to other people the thing is that the defense is not collapsing on jalen brown it's kind of like they're daring him to beat people one-on-one -on -one. he'll cook anybody one-on-one -on -one and then go on the other side and defend them my game day x factor is jalen brown last game i thought it was going to be sammy hauser i really did um, it's clear that Jalen Brown um, wants to claim his place in this league. Not only does he knows what he means to this team and to the city and to this organization, Jalen Brown is claiming his place in the league. He's trying to let y'all know there is no Batman or no Robin. It's a bunch of Batmans. It's a bunch of Supermans on his team. It's Justice League. And I like Marvel better, so we should have done that. Look at that. How's it makes Missoula's eight-man playoff rotate? How did we roll into that? Because we're nasty here. Hashtag Celtics Nation CJ and Wrestle. That's what it is. Hauser um, deserves to make that rotation, but I will say this. Do you guys find it as interesting as me that it wasn't somebody else on the team? How did Grant miss? Was I bugging? No, nah, I don't think I'm bugging. This is a very interesting thing, and we talked about it. Um I really do think that it's because the Atlanta Hawks have a horrible time defending Sam Hauser. And generally, when teams isolate their offense against Sam Hauser and they try to single him out, um, they get out of their rhythm and they stop moving the rock. And uh, yeah, yeah, let's run with that, baby. Uh, they they stop moving the rock. And what ends up happening is that the Celtics um, have an easier time having to defend people because teams just end up shooting jump shots one-on-one -on -one against Sam Hauser. So, of course, it would make sense. And I know that sometimes defensively it looks like he can't shut for those puppies, but if you look at the analytics behind it, teams actually shoot horribly when he's on the floor because they just get out of their rhythm and they start going one-on-one -on -one against him. So it does make sense to me, but um, I still, Celtics, find it very interesting. I find it very interesting that uh, it wasn't Grant. Hey, 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 Stephanie, how are you? Thank you for watching. Hope you're enjoying the show, doll. Um, I really think that uh, Sammy being in the lineup is good. Um, we can't lose when you have a good team like this. 
Continuing on, ladies and gentlemen, can the Celtics? Of course not. Of course not. It's something that I'm worried about. Um, they're a veteran team. It's not really, it's a young team. And for, as far as for, they don't got a lot of miles, too many miles on them, but they're a very experienced and seasoned basketball team. The Celtics team is so giving up leads like that. Isn't something, Hey, Vivian, you at the game. You're Oh my God. I hope you enjoy it. I've been to a game too, Eastern conference finals, 2018, I think it was. So I know what the playoffs is like. Um, um, I don't think that they can afford to keep doing this against the Hawks. Who cares? They're not that good. You know how I feel about the Hawks. That team is trash. They don't belong in the playoffs. So we might get away with doing that against them, but it's not going to be any easier in the next round if we have to face Philadelphia, giving up those big leads against a team like that. I mean, it's not smart to be doing. And I'm not sure what the Celtics record is when they're leading by 20. I'm sure it's a positive record, but I can tell you that there's some losses there that they don't need to be having. Some close calls that they don't they don't need to be having, um, and especially in the playoffs, teams don't take that for granted. Against the Hawks, I guess it happened. Our homeboy Jalen Brown, one of the most stableest players in the league. This dude is night and night out giving everybody buckets, defense, rebounds, anything that you need. The man is a fantastic piece to the team. He's one of the best. He's top three shooting guards in the league right now. Probably best shooting guard in the team. Uh, I mean, in the league. Excuse me, on the team. Of course, he's a best shooting. He's a starter, bro. And yes, you heard that. There's no ARs. We don't pronounce that here in Massachusetts. It's a starter, not a starter. It's a starter. Jalen Brown is going to ball against the Atlanta Hawks because he's from Atlanta. And I'm not surprised that he had 29 and 12. Uh, the man has money. The man has money in the playoffs. He gets it done. The one thing that I will say is that, um, thank God, through game one, right, we didn't see as many turnovers as we saw. It's a small sample size, right? Small sample size from these guys. Um, and they seem to be very focused, as you can see here with the quote from the quote with the quote from Jalen Brown. They don't seem to be turning the ball over as much. Again, I did just say it's a small sample size. It's one game. But for me, that they didn't do it in the first game is a fantastic sign. So we're just going to have to keep watching to make sure that they don't do what they did last year. They literally gave somebody else the championship. They just gave it away, gave it away. They turned the ball over so many times, bro. Dribbling with your head down does that. Um, and not being secure with your dribble, right? That'll just turn it over. I don't see, I don't foresee us continuing to have these issues as far as giving up big leads. I think turnovers will be, play a game, will play a factor into that and the mentality of who we're playing against. I don't think that they're going to take the gas off of Philadelphia with Embiid out there, right? Um, so we just hope that that doesn't keep happening. We'll see, though. How does Derek Dad Strength White 24-7-5 impact the Celtics championship hopes? I mean, I think that he's the he's one of the most vital parts of the team in the sense of you know what you're going to get from Jalen and JB. Um, you know, I'm sorry. You know what you're going to get from Jason and JB on a night in night out basis. Marcus Smart has given you about seven to eight years of consistency. And if not consistency, bettering consistency every night. Dude's money, getting money from the three pointer. And you can run an offense as well as any other point guard in the league. That's just kind of fact now, right? You know that Jalen Brown's going to defend and play really well um, and give you a lot of buckets at a high efficiency, really good from the mid range. What Derek White does is throw a wild card in there. He throws a monkey wrench because if you have to factor in for Derek White going off for a possible 30, like, Jesus, how many times is somebody going to have to cover somebody? You really don't want to double Derek White. And, you know, I think that teams don't assume that you would have to. But the man is out here chefing y'all. Y'all see these numbers? 24, 7, 7 of 13, barely missing from the field. That's, that's over 50%. And then 4, 7 from 3, the dude is money. 
gave you 12. He gave him 12. And listen to me. I make up numbers if I have to. That's how good Derek White is. Uh, he, he gave you 12 from outside. That you, What are you going to do? What are you going to do with that man? We all know his in-between. <clears throat> we all know his in-between game is just fantastic as well. So what does it turn into? A situation where you're going to double three three players on this team? Because they're all going to give it to you. Derek White is extremely underrated. And you know what? I appreciate that he is because it means that teams are just going to sleep on him. And he's just going to take off them damn shoes, Trey. Trey, listen, man. I'm just like, all, all in all, he's a great player. I just don't think that any team whose best player is below 6'2 can be a great team. Um, shout out Marcus McFadden over here. Peace, God. Um, I don't think that any team with a player that short being their best player is going to make an impact in any significant way. I did see them go to the conference finals a couple of years ago, and I was worried, but we haven't seen them make any noise. That might have been a fluky run. I got to look at who was injured that year, I guess. You can only play who's in front of you, so we don't want to turn it into that. But see, Derek White is extremely under underrated. Trey, you're a great player, too. I'm not trying to say that anybody, everybody in the league is a fantastic player. I'm just clowning. You know, this is what we do here at hashtag Celtics Nation. But Derek White is one of the most underrated players in the league. Um, and we're fan, we're just very lucky. You know how I always say we're spoiled, man. We're very spoiled to have a player that nice. Um, great role model, no scandals off the court. You know how we like it here in the bean, baby. We need him to play at his top level. Because then it just makes this team a three-headed monster, a four-headed monster, a five-headed monster. Al Horford's a monster. Um, Rob Lob Williams, Tom Lord is a monster. You see, you see what's happening out here. It's where we're we're peaking at the exact right time. So seize hold, Ash Trey with the hair. And I'm not gonna make fun of his hair because I'm follicularly challenged, as y'all know. But I will say some funny memes out there. We hold him to 5 of 18. I do not think that that's something that's going to continue to happen. I do think he's going to have a good night. I think that they're going to give us a run for our money. If it's not tonight, game three in Atlanta should be a big deal um, because I do think they'll be at home. They'll have the energy. I told you all about the memes, and they're funny, and that's just how it is. It's how the world runs. But we, he had – I don't think this team believes that they should be in the playoffs. And they got their coach a chunk of the way through the season. They don't seem happy. They don't seem too connected. Um, they seemed good in the play-in tournament, but I don't believe them to be of the same caliber as us. And it's good because Malcolm Brogdon is also underrated as well. Sean, you're absolutely correct. Another fantastic player who we got on a great deal, on great terms, who's playing extremely well, could be a starter on any other team, and is here with us staying healthy, playing well for us. We're peaking at the right time, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing the right things. You're looking at numbers that show you that we can do what we need to do. Again, it's a small sample size. It's game one. Let's not get in over our heads. I, as a Celtics fan, have done this 125,000 times as the TV behind me goes to hell. Yeah, I had the CJ and Resto logo up. Did you see that? And now it's just vanished, and it's going to go away, and then the TV will turn black at some point. But you see that this is what happens when you anticipate that your computer is going to be faithful to you, and it's not electronics big dudes goes off for 25 12 and it's his 50th playoff 20 point game so jason Tatum, we have to consider here's a good question where do you think jason Tatum is gonna end up when it's all said and done on the all-time scoring list and i'll give you a second while i shut this tv off think about that look at that looks so much better 
I think Jason Tatum's going to end up top 10 scoring all time if he keeps up this pace. The man has been in the league several years, and since he's gotten in, he's had an opportunity to, one, start, and two, be on a competitive team that keeps going on deep playoff runs time and time and time and time again. So the man has gotten experience that a lot of players wish that they could get. A lot of careers wish that they could have had the trajectory of, like the as far as experiences go, of Jason Tatum. And Jason Tatum has shown up time and time and time again. Also, we got to anticipate that the pace of the league is picked up very much and um, that the scoring has gone up tons. So it is, you know, reasonable to believe that somebody like Jason Tatum might end up being top 10 scoring all time. And you can do with the inflation and scoring or the deflation and scoring as it goes along and comes back and goes away and gets faster and slower. Whatever you want, whatever your opinion is, is what it is. But the numbers are going to end up being, you heard it here first, I think that Jason Tatum will end up top 10 all time in scoring. He is absolutely a fantastic player. And yeah, you see, we have, we get stuck with nostalgia a lot. And um, you start to have the, you start to question things, you know, on whether you're stuck in the past or not. And somebody like me who saw Paul Pierce, who was like, that's my first love, right? Like, that's the first Celtic that I really loved. That was born in 88, didn't get to see the glory days. I, I got to see Paul. And you start to ask questions like, is Jason Tatum better than Paul Pierce? You got to start having those conversations. Um, and, you know, it's just for us as fans to have. It's not to drive... Um, diversity or it's not to it's not to drive a wedge between anybody and not for us to ever forget or disrespect Paul right but you start to ask those questions sometimes like when does it become that if Tatum wins a championship this year and gets finals MVP where do we put him on that list right thank you for thank you for agreeing Stephanie I think Tatum will end up in the top 10 not just for Celtics history I think a period across the league Tatum will end up probably in the top 10 scoring at one point Paul Pierce was top 15 in scoring points total and a lot of people didn't know that and I used to bring it up all the time when I would say that that's my favorite player they'd be like seriously Paul and I'd give him like oh Pierce is top 15 I think he's still top 20 he's moved down a couple people have moved up um so let's keep it going ladies and gentlemen playoff markets we are point guards generally Kyrie and Kemba show up really crazily in the playoffs. Um, absolutely love Marcus. And this that line to some people may not look like a lot, but he almost had five of everything. And that's a hard thing to do. The man at 11, 7, 7, 3, and 2. If you have 11, 7, and 3, you'd be fine. But 11, 7, 7, 3, and 2. I'm so lucky to have that, man. Marcus Martin has been a consistent and steady force for the Boston Celtics now for several playoff runs and maybe only have we realized it in the last three seasons and the last three playoff runs that the man is fantastic listen to this quote right here no excuses I have to be better in understanding that going into the postseason I plan on getting back to me smart back that up during the last game 11 7 7 3 and 2 your starting point guard in your team wishes he could put up numbers like that on a bad day on a great day, on an off day. Marcus Smart, and to think that he had a bad game right there because he didn't have a bunch of buckets, that's just Marcus doing exactly what he needs to do. It's not always in the stat lines. Let's not get it wrong. Sometimes it looks really nice. It feels really nice to have 29 and 11. But if you can have 11, 11, if you can have a, if you can have a stat line like Marcus just had, then you're not, you're not far off from having uh, an all-time game most likely. And really, he was just doing what the team needed to do. I don't know what the over or under is right now 
for the oh we're gonna talk about this right here in the Celtics but I don't know what the over under is if it's a prop bet on Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown going back door during the game for a dunk if it's over two and a half I would take it I would take the over but I'm not a better just saying Celtics tie the playoff record for the largest lead at halftime 30. Let me tell you that that's a record that they tied from a very horrible memory that I have. Anybody who's been a Celtics fan for a while, the largest lead that was 30, right, that we tied, belonged to the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2016 against the Isaiah Thomas Boston Celtics, if you remember that team. And that was a hard game to watch. Kyrie and Braun were cooking us horribly when um production went when when the king sees brought that up yeah i know tell me about it when king sees brought this up i immediately had a flash i said i remember who i know who they tied they tied cleveland because cleveland put that much up on a halftime on the boston celtics and i was sad yeah that was not with the face that i had right there it was tell me more no it was not tell me more i remember that day then boston celtics got beat up that day that was more the face right there i was more like oh man that didn't work out for us so i'm happy that we tied that because it's it's actually it's actually a sign of how far we've come since those celtics days where we had um you know our best player was yes the Cavs with lebron exactly it was uh it was a that LeBron, that LeBron was an all-time version of LeBron. He was great. He was so good and strong and dominant. And then they had Kyrie out there cooking everybody. That team was pretty stacked. And we did, we were not in, we were not in the same class as them, much like the Hawks are not in the same class as us. And you can see that's what the difference is right there. That's that's the comparison, actually. That the Hawks are the Celtics from back then. And right now we're looking like the Cavaliers from back then. So it's a great sign to see um, that we tied that. And I'm happy because it's a little bit of redemption. I wish that we had done it on Braun. Blank must perform well if the Celtics want to win game two. It's going to be JB again. JB is going to be the driving force, in my opinion. He's going to have an all-time playoff run. I wish that Tatum would have finished higher in the MVP voting because wouldn't have been something that wouldn't it have been something to see if uh Tatum would have got a regular season MVP. And then Jalen Brown just killed it during the playoffs and got the Eastern Conference Finals MVP and the Finals MVP. Like, it would just be sick. Like, we would have just dominated the whole season. And then, like, Malcolm Brogdon gets six man. Joey Maz gets coach of the year or something like that. Yeah, I want to stay signed for the record. I always think that every year Marcus Smart should be the defensive player of the year, at least finish in top three votings. It's just my opinion. The man is healthy generally. He plays everybody one through five pretty much and he does the most and to like not have marcus smart to have him as the reigning defensive player of the year and not have him in the top three vote getters again or something and even in the top five i'm a, like if he's not I, don't, I didn't see him recently i don't understand just want to put that out there malcolm brogdon and joe Missoula are finalists for six man of the year and coach of the year respectively um malcolm brogdon will most likely win that award um the celtics have done fantastic um, they're running into the playoffs doing great. Let me stop saying, um, I can't stand that I do that. Joey is a fantastic coach. He says right here in this quote, it's a fantastic quote. It's a reflection of the staff and the players, the organization, the foundation, the organization is foundationally set for success because of the process, because of the history, the tradition. If it wasn't for them, it wouldn't be possible. And you hear player and coach and player and coach and player and staff member and people time after time and time and time again with the exception of sometimes right we've had a we've had a bump here or there speak extremely well of the Boston Celtics 
in the organization and how they treat people and how they make people feel and how inclusive they are, how expansive they are. It's a great thing to see that our players and our staff are flourishing, but also that they're speaking well of the organization and making sure that people know. And we out here walking around like this, flexing on people, Celtics gang, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we we, we running around scaring people. We're a scary team right now. Um, Joey deserves it in every which way. I do think, in my opinion, that it is uh, it's going to Mike Brown. And uh, I won't be disappointed if, the, if that does happen. Um, I do think that Malcolm Brogdon is going to win that, but I do think it, and I do think it'll be a tight race with him and Emmanuel Quigley of the Knicks, who is a fantastic basketball player as well. We've seen him have a game against the Celtics um, and he's hard to guard. He's hard to do anything about Malcolm though. I do think has been a model of consistency and professionalism. And it's something that, I mean, he, def- he deserves the hardware. The dude's really good and really slept on. Um, and we have so many players on our team that are just really, 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 really consistent. I um, can't remember the last time. Stop saying no. Can't remember the last time we had this many players who have been this consistent night in and night out for the Boston Celtics. We're going to the finals, barring any just mess, some unforeseen event. We have Philadelphia in the next round. Milwaukee looking really limpy right now. Um, Miami might actually beat them. I do think Miami might beat. Uh, Milwaukee because Milwaukee looking messed up and hurt. John Morant got hurt. Here's something I was reading the other day. I think it's actually pretty interesting. I don't know what you guys think about this, but I do think it's something that is going to be very seriously discussed in the upcoming future is that they're going to do away with the charging call where you can just slide into the lane and take a charge. I think that they're going to revise that rule. And the way I think they're going to do it is that only the person guarding on ball can take a charge and they're going to expand the charging circle out because if you're going to take a charge mid flight, like it's a hard, it's hard to time that for the referees, I think. And it's causing injuries. It's a dangerous play. Um, And I do think that you'll see that in the near future, along with the um, goaltending call, I think that once it comes off the rim, they're going to, they're going to change that rule that once it's going to be the international rule, but uh, that's neither here nor there. I think that the charging call is going to get revised. And I do think that it would be in the NBA's best interest to do so. Um, taking those charges is not fun for players. Also, players who are committing those charges are getting injured. And you just see, you we just saw two stars in the first games of their respective playoff series get knocked out. Um and we're not sure where they're going to come back. I'm not, I haven't heard anything about John. I have not heard anything about Giannis Atentacopo, and I don't think that they're going to be there for game two. So I do think that the NBA, if you're listening or if anybody around is listening for that, change that call. It's it, it change that rule. You can change rules at the end of the season or during collective bargaining. I think that that is coming up. Please do that. Change that rule. Shout out to Melissa, Asia, Daniel, Jacqueline, and Maggie. People, y'all fantastic fans, sending stars, sending us love, commenting, sharing, being top fans. We love y'all, man. We we do this for y'all, and we appreciate y'all, and we need y'all to keep on sending us stars. And um, there, I did it again, right, with them. Guys, listen, there's something that they say with ums and, and uh, uh, stop doing that. Just if you're going to speak consistently, speak consistently. I uh, Yeah, Melissa. Please keep sending stars, send support. Um, there, I did it again. 
keep commenting, share, uh, deliver us what you guys would like to see from us, right? Like more of that. We definitely need more of that. We need to see more of you guys letting us know what you think is uh, amazing, what you would like to see. If there are any people that you'd like to request to be on the show, if you guys want to be on the show, send us love. The game's about to start soon. I can't wait. I've been waiting all day for this. I can't stand that. It, it, it's, it's a day in between. They should make a play every other day. <laughs> I mean, they do every other day. I mean, I mean, two back. I need back-to-backs, ladies and gentlemen. I know that load management's a thing, but, like, the baseball playoffs, the MLB postseason is, like, every day for, like, a week. So what the heck's going on? I get, like, a traveling day, and then that's it. Uh, I hope you guys are doing well. Shout out to my wife who's watching my kids, Ebony Ocasio, Nazir, and Eb- uh, Nazir Nalaza. I love you. Shout out CJ. Big dog. Love you. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're with the family. Shout out King C's, who's the who's the master of all of this. Shout out my brothers, uh, Damien and Ivan and Bristol County Castro and Ian Morgan. We're going to win tonight. We're going to sweep this team. Bring on the sweep. Bring on the sweep. You know why? Because the Atlanta Hawks is trash. Straight trash, homie. Shout out Randy Moss instead of straight cash, homie. Uh, next game, half hour before the game, you know what to do. Tune into hashtag Celtics Nation and we'll be here again. CJ and Resto doing the damn thing. And I hope y'all caught that song at the beginning of the CJ and Resto show. Yes, you're, I produced that. Yes, that's my voice. Yes, I made that happen. So if y'all want to enjoy that, come back. Half hour before the next game, we'll be here running everything from the from from what we think of the show to uh, what we thought of the game. So what we think the NBA should be doing to, to what we think the Celtics should be wearing, man, because them jerseys. Listen, Boston Celtics, call me up and let me consult some of those jerseys and let me design some of them because I got some ideas and I think some things should happen because right now I'm not in love with them. I mean, the jerseys are not trash, trash. but they could be a little better. Let's discuss some stuff. It's hashtag Celtics Nation. CJ and Resto. My name is Hendrick Hernandez Resto. Hope y'all are doing well. Happy Tuesday. Go Celtics. We'll see you here. Yeah, you know who it is. It's your boy. Boy J on the corner of County. And this is hashtag Celtics Nation. CJ and Resto. Hey, yo, Resto. You said it's CJ Resto. Who is CJ Resto?